Mike Seibert Radio is an independently produced podcast. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host and the guests only and do not necessarily reflect those of any other broadcasting entities that either have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. 8.58. First time I've ever been early for work, except for all those daylight savings days, lousy farmers. Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. And if you didn't set your clocks back, you're listening to this at pretty much the same time because this is a podcast. In fact, uh, this is the podcast radio show where I talk about stuff and things that are on my mind every week, sometimes a couple times a week, but more on that later. Um, if uh, if you want to get a hold of me, I am at Mike Seibert Radio on Twitter and Instagram, or you can write into the mailbag, Radio at gmail.com. It's going to be a music-filled episode this week, and I've got a jam from my homies Prize Fighters, who will be playing a show in Seattle later this week, as well as a song from local band what 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 uh plus i've got the results of our halloween spooptacular music poll and we'll find out which horror movie franchise has the better songs friday the 13th or a nightmare on elm street and i've got a quick recap of last weekend's jet city comic show also so let's just get right into it with the first single and title track from their full-length album. This is Prize Fighters with Haunting Hearts, and you're listening to Mike Seibert Radio. So here we are. Look what we built. We come so far now, and we make this much sense still. Here we are now Yes, it was in our dreams 
Hearts, that by local band Prize Fighters. You can get the album at their website, prizefightersband.com. That's also the hub where you can connect with the band on Spotify, Bandcamp, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Instagram, and Reverb Nation, as well as where you can catch Prize Fighters live, like this Friday, November 10th, at the Hard Rock Cafe right here in downtown Seattle. Joining Prize Fighters on the stage are indie rock fusion band Gypsy Wolf, Grunge Four Piece Honor Hall and funk rock power trio Sun Mother. Four bands, 21 plus show, 10 bucks in advance, $12 day of the show, in the cavern room at the Hard Rock Cafe Seattle this Friday, November 10th. And 
Prize Fighters is a band you got to see live. Um, uh, David and Brianna came up and did a live set a few months ago, uh, back when I was still on KGRG, and we could literally feel the force and intensity uh, from uh, the that cajon uh, that Brianna plays, and uh, that was a huge blast. Really cool folks. Uh, very passionate music. Um, it's uh, it's great. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes, but check out their artist takeover episode of the Monday Project with Prize Fighters. Uh, the interview segments are a lot of fun, and we play through a lot of songs from their album, as well as that live set that I mentioned earlier. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? It's over 9,000! What? 9,000? There's no way that can be right! So last week, it was the Halloween spooptacular episode. Spoopy! Um, and I played a handful of songs from horror movies. And since there were a few requests from both of these series, uh, that led to the inevitable question, which has the better songs, the Freddy series or the Jason movies? So I put up a Twitter poll, and well, the results are in. And the surprise to exactly nobody... With 63% of the vote. Faster than a bastard maniac. More powerful than a local madman. It's Super Freddy. Told ya, comic books was bad for ya. Good lord. That's right. You have decreed that the Nightmare on Elm Street series has better songs than the Friday the 13th movies. And I'm pretty sure we all know why that is. Okay, so I get it that that is catchy as hell, but um, man, that uh, that seems to be the popular consensus. Um, several people, including uh, Burr Martin from the Burr Martin Experience podcast and Killing Spree of Late Night Death, uh, messaged me specifically and uh, I'll mention that particular song. Now, I love rocking with Dokken as much as the next person, and it's a great song. Again, like I said, super catchy, but then... But then uh, it's not old gold in Freddy Town because then you you get garbage like this. Okay, I, I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I, I was, I was a child of the '80s, and I may or may not have had a, a, a brief fat boys phase as well. But I just, I, I can't with the Freddy rap. Um, on the other hand, there are a few Dream Master apologists out there, like uh, Jake and Tom Conquer the World. They, uh, they tweeted at me saying Elm Street Four has a decent soundtrack. And I've had this song stuck in my head since reviewing the film with Podstalgic. 
So that's uh, I Want Your Hand on Me from the Nightmare on Elm Street for the Dream Master soundtrack uh, by Sinead O'Connor, of all people. Man, that's um, that's a name I've not heard in a very, very long time. Um, uh, Peter, the host of Podstalgic Podcast, uh, chimed in later saying he liked that Nightmare song uh, by Tuesday night. So I thought we'd uh, put in a little bit of that. So, uh, so there you go. And I, um, uh, I, I tweeted back to both uh, Jake and Tom as well as uh, Peter from Podstalgic. And I told them that, you know, it, it's been a long time uh, since I've sat through the, uh, the Nightmare movies. And I kind of forgot that some of these songs are halfway decent. I was, I was listening to them just kind of bopping my head a little bit. I'm like, oh, this, this is kind of cool. Um, but like I said before, I've, uh, um, I've always been a Jason head. So um, it's, uh, it's just my thing. You know your your uh, your mileage may vary, but um, I'd uh, I huge thanks to everyone who voted and shared and retweeted the poll. I appreciate that. Uh, sixty five total votes. Thirty seven percent were for Jason and sixty three percent were for Freddie. And I wonder how that would go if you take Dokken off the table. Um, you know, I mean that's that'd be kind of like taking uh, uh, Michael Jordan out of the Chicago Bulls. But you know, it's same deal. But um, uh, but before we move. Move on. I uh, um, I wanted to share one more Jason song, and I think this might crack the code as to why I have such a soft spot for the Friday the Thirteenth soundtracks. So that is Love is Alive from Friday the 13th, Part 4, the final chapter. Um, That's from a band called Lion. Now... Longtime fans of the show who might be scratching their heads trying to figure out why that might sound familiar. Here's a hint. <laughs> Indeed. Lion also performed the classic hair metal version of the theme song for 1986's Transformers the Movie. And, uh, you know, uh, longtime fans will know that that is unironically my uh, favorite movie of all time. So, for me, this this kind of connects a handful of different threads in the most bizarre way possible. Transformers is my favorite movie. 
movie. Lion performed a uh, uh, song on the soundtrack, the theme song, but also did a song on a Friday the 13th soundtrack. I love Friday the 13th and I love Jason. And uh, Jason happens to wear a hockey mask. And you know who else wears a hockey mask? That's right. Nobody's favorite vigilante, Wild Dog. So this uh, kind of makes this the most Mike thing to ever Mike in a in a accidentally backwards uh, really stretching for a relate type of thing but um but here's the thing and I didn't catch this until I really started listening and uh, doing some uh, research for last last week's uh, spooktacular um, because I I actually kind of forgot that that lion song was in the final chapter I hadn't seen it uh, for a while um, but it turns out that these two songs love is a lie and the Transformers theme yeah they're um they're pretty much the same song uh check this out. Okay, so that that was part of the chorus from Love is a Lie. Here is from uh, Transformers. Okay, so they um, they um, have similar sounding verses. They have very similar sounding choruses. So you would think that that would be where the uh, similarities end, right? Uh, no, uh, both of these songs have uh, guitar solos in them. Check this out. We'll go back to Transformers first. Okay, and then let's see what's going on with uh, Love is a Lie. Okay, maybe they're not as uh, uh, similar as I as I want them to be. But I swear when I listen to both songs side by side, I listen to them in their entirety, back to back, and that's that's almost eight minutes of my life. I'm probably not going to get back. I I I swear I hear it. So, um, you know, uh, uh, check it out on the YouTubes. Maybe I'll put some links up in the show notes and check that out for yourself.
anyway, I uh, uh, your mileage might vary, but I I thought it was pretty funny. Coming up next, here's a song from another local artist from right here in the Seattle area, and I've got a really cool story to share with you afterwards. Here's Unexpectedly Average from What What What, and this is Mike Seibert Radio.
that was What 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 with their song Unexpectedly Average from their album Shopping is a Feeling. Now, I want to talk about this for a sec because um, this is the first time I've actually had an experience like this since I've been doing the uh, doing my own thing outside of KGRG. Uh, let me explain. I, um, I received a DM on Twitter from Bobby from the Gatsby's and Money Pit. Um, I think those are two separate things. Um, anyhow, he asked me if he could send me his new record. And I gave him my new email address, uh, Radio at gmail.com. Uh, gave it a listen, thought it was really cool, and thought I would share it with you here. Um, but the reason why I'm telling the story is because of the conversation that Bobby and I had uh, when I told him I would play a song on the podcast and asked for more information on how to hype his stuff. Uh, so he writes, dude, that's very cool and more than what I expected. I just wanted you to hear it. Ha ha. Um, I have no barometer for what people will like. I've received a bunch of texts from friends saying stuff like, wow, unexpectedly average and unexpectedly average is fire. Um, so that uh, that makes me feel like that one is resonating for whatever reason. My favorites are usually most people's least favorites, though. I suck. He writes with like seven U's, LOL. Um, um, as for other info, my goal for the record was to nail a they might be giants slash talking head style absurdist take on 2017. I know that sounds pretentious AF, but I thought it would be refreshing. I mean, I was like, damn, that's a record I want to hear, lol. I tried to incorporate elements of my favorite music from the early 2000s. Um, some hot, hot heat, Phantom Planet, and a little bit of the strokes and a little Interpol. Um, you know, for, for flavor um, and, and color. <laughs> He didn't write that, uh, but he just ended with the little Interpol. Um, but uh, but for me, I think he really nails that sound that he was uh, going for. I I agree. Unexpectedly average is fire. That's a, that's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, the third song on that album, um, Outdated Mode, is also really cool. It's a really uh, fast moving pop. Comp- uh, pop punk sci-fi fusion, I think, and um, I also dig the music video he made for uh, "Shopping Is a Feeling." It's um, it's kind of like a a bitingly cynical broken mirror version of "Everything Is Awesome" from the Lego Movie. Um, maybe I just kind of get that vibe because there's a lot of Lego in that video. Um, regardless, I'll uh, I'll put a link in the show notes for their YouTube channel. Um, you can also listen to What 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 on Apple Music, iTunes, and Spotify. That's where I was able to find it. Um, uh, it may be a few other places as well. Um, but man, I, um, I know that feel as far as not knowing what people might like. Um, that's something I've struggled with myself as a broadcaster, you know, kind of trying to mold and shape the show and kind of guide and turn and curve things to what um, what people might like. And it's um, it's hard. It's really hard um, because you don't want to necessarily become slavish to the audience and lose yourself, but you don't want to be so up your own ass and self-indulgent that you lose track of what the audience wants. It's, it's really a 
tough balance. Um, but the best advice I've heard is uh, just do your thing. You do you and your audience will find you, you know, or, or something to that effect. You know, don't don't try to make yourself something you're not. Um, it will it'll eventually resonate with audiences. And, and again, people will find you. That's that's been my experience, at least. Um, but anyhow, um, I'm hoping to get Bobby on the show sometime in the future uh, when we can get our schedules to line up. Um, I, I He sounds like a fun dude, and it would be uh, really cool to hear more about not just what, 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 but also the stuff he's been doing with uh, Money Pit, and then I can ask him what uh, Gatsby's is, because I don't know what that is. Um, speaking of, I've also uh, recently heard from two other local bands, those being Limber Lost and Something Witchy, uh, both of which just played a show recently with friends of the podcast, uh, Flicker and Fade and Waking Things, and they're uh, they're interested in coming on to tell you about their stuff in the near future. And and I, I think that's just great. And I'm super stoked to get those interviews booked, uh, talking to um, a couple few different uh, local bands. Now, um, those of you that have been with me for a long time know that I'm not specifically a music guy. I'm not what I would consider myself to be a music nerd or even an effective music critic, um, which uh, which sounds odd, uh, given that I got my start as a DJ on a college radio station. I mean, again, I can't stop talking about it, um, but I I have the musical fluency of a partially thawed fish stick. It's true. Um, so I I don't really know, uh, much like uh, Bobby was saying, uh, what is quote unquote good or what people want. I just know what I like and I like stuff that my friends do and I like making new friends and I like hearing people tell their stories. That's kind of my thing. That's why, I mean, that's how I I made a DJ shift on a college radio station into a talk show because I like to talk, I like to hear people talk, and I I enjoy that interaction. Um, That's why I always like doing band interviews for KGRG. And it looks like that's something um, I'll be able to continue doing here on the Mike Seibert Radio Show uh, podcast. And I, I think that's pretty rad. And that's going to do it for this episode. Oh, oh, shoot. Wait a second. <laughs> um, I, uh, I almost forgot. Um, very quick. Uh, uh, Jet City Comic Show recap. It was a lot of fun. I got to connect with some really cool folks. Um, saw a couple uh, interesting things at the uh, costume contest. It was, uh, it was a real blast, uh, but I am running short on time, so um, I'm going to save that. Uh, but uh, check out a brand brand new episode of Mike Seibert Radio dropping this Friday uh, where I'll share a little more about how I spent uh, those few hours on the show floor and some of the uh, uh, misfortunes I ran into of uh, coming to and from the show. Plus, I'll have exclusive interviews with the crew from the Out of the Fridge podcast, uh, artist Blackie Shepard, and Jet City Comic Show co-producer and my old friend Brian Meredith. <laughs> um, I'd like to thank you for listening this week and every week. Um, it it really it really means a lot to me. 
Um, if you'd like to check out all of my past shows and podcasts, including all of my old KGRG stuff, you can listen and subscribe on SoundCloud, Google Play Music, the Stitcher Radio app, and on Apple Podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show wherever you find it. I would appreciate that. And I will read your reviews on the air. You can find me online at Mike Seibert Radio on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're an independent artist like What 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 or Limber Lost or Something Witchy or Prize Fighters, um, and you're interested in sharing your music with me and with all of us here, uh, the audience, uh, shoot me a direct message or just write into that mailbag. Mike Seibert Radio at gmail.com. Now, next week, oh man, we've we've got um, a stack schedule for um, at least through next week. It's all about the dark one. Killing Spree joins me from the KGRG studio, and we're talking Blade Runner 2049. And on next Friday's show, we're doing two episodes this week, two episodes next week. Um, on Friday, it's going to be our reaction to that latest Star Wars trailer, War for the Planet of the Apes, and more. Um, we might even get into uh, Friday the 13th uh, ranking list, and maybe, just maybe, he'll teach me how to do a proper Slayer yell. Um, and don't forget, I will be a guest on the Robin Slim Show podcast live on Wednesday, November 8th at 6.30 Pacific Time, 9.30 p.m. on the East Coast. Hear me swear live on the internet. It's a live podcast. Um, I'll be sure and tweet out the links, but be sure and follow them on Twitter at Robin Slim Show. Thanks for listening. This has been Mike Seibert Radio. And until next time, make good choices. Thank you.